So he literally hit me over the head with so this brick of a- Yeah, exactly. This is why I'm so messed up now. This is exactly why I'm so messed up. You know what? Why don't I bring my camera down? And the reason I had it on the top, so I have a two monitor stack. Uh, the reason I had it on the tippity top was because if I put it on the second monitor that's on the bottom, it kind of blocks my first monitor a little bit just because of size and everything. Mm -hmm. But I was able to angle it where it's not too bad. It still cuts off a little bit of the bottom of my cam of my uh, monitor, um, and it just gets annoying. But it's better for the cast because now you can see me in a much better way. You're not always looking at my bald head. Which is great. You can. See oh, you have a beautiful shiny bald head, head, Joe. Totally I know. Cool. Well, see, that's the thing. We were getting comments that people are getting blinded by it. <laughs> if I just hit the angle just right, it hit them right in their eye when they were watching it on YouTube, and it it just didn't work out for everyone. So, well, here we are, much better setup here now. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it. We have the question of the week, and the question of the week has to do with our holiday. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and what is your favorite food on Thanksgiving? SGW, you came up with this one. Why yeah. don't you start and let me know what you like to eat on your oh, turkey day? Is everything an answer? I mean, I, I, um, I mean, I figured we throw this one out there That's because the it, out it was, yeah, right. It was, uh, it was Thanksgiving, and um, was you know, wanted to throw a little bit of some holiday spirit in there. Well, actually, being that I. I cast in so many other countries for Legend of Runeterra. I'm constantly. I was talking to somebody in the Discord about Thanksgiving and just, and just like what, like what countries celebrate Thanksgiving and what don't. I guess Canada uh, actually celebrates it like last month. It's not a Thanksgiving. It's different. It's not like like yeah. America Thanksgiving is pilgrims, all that fun stuff. And then you have Canada has its like kind of Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, and other countries, I guess a lot of countries just like don't have. A similar thanksgiving whereas well, christmas the, is well, the idea of yeah well the idea of thanksgiving is really something that is more americanized yeah. than anything because mm -hmm. it was like a hey pilgrims came over blah 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 we well i was thinking i was thinking maybe thanksgiving. some other countries might have like something similar that happened where like some other in their history right some civilization yeah. came over and i don't know but anyways you know <laughs> we figured so out the food, bro? The food for thanksgiving i'm and gonna you can say be specific too like if there's like because i'm i'm probably gonna drop a name brand that people are gonna be like what but um you know so i'm gonna Ooh, this is really hard um i'm actually gonna say it's actually a pretty simple one to be honest with okay. you is what my favorite mine's is. simple too mine's my simple. least favorite i'm just gonna oh. throw that in there too is turkey okay. believe it or not my okay. least okay. favorite is actually turkey i do like dark meat turkey a lot but Generally speaking, well, I feel like people screw up the turkey on Thanksgiving. You know, to be honest with you, it's just because you haven't had turkey. Oh, so I haven't had your turkey? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I agree. I mean, if it's cooked well, I think it's good. But my favorite, meat stuffing. Meat stuffing. So, like, the stuffing with the sausage and little pieces of onion yep. and pepper. or mm -hmm. Sorry, onion and celery, usually. Um, and, like, w w if it's really seasoned well. And, like, thick yep. pieces of bread, too. Like, legit meat yep. stuffing. That is really, really good. I could just eat that all to my face on my own for, for Thanksgiving. So what do, what do we got for you? 
Well, you know what? We're on the same wavelengths, just different <laughs> worlds. Um, I absolutely love, and maybe it's just because I grew up with it, absolutely love stovetop stuffing. Oh, stovetop? Stovetop is actually I, really good. I love yeah. stovetop stuffing. I am not um, too big of a fan of meat stuffing per se, um, but that could just be because... I don't have it. I haven't had it very often, and so the people who make it, like when mm-hmm. I make Thanksgiving stuff, it's usually I'll make fresh bread, I'll make turkey or something similar, some type of meat, um, and like mashed potatoes. Or uh, this year I did skillet mash, uh, skillet potatoes, so they were made in a skillet and on the smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were just like cubed, and then you know, just nice and crispy and. It's weird because uh, stovetop sprouts and put pancetta and Ooh. mashed potatoes that I ruined. I ruined. Mashed you, how potatoes. do you ruin the mashed potatoes, man? So do you know if you have a if you have a salt and pepper shaker, oh, like did from you... like a thing, it it opened up the wrong side, so it wasn't uh... sprinkling. It cascaded into it, and it just made it too peppery. Wait, you could so... just like scoop out where the pepper landed and just like avoid it well, mixing no, it was just kind of like it was kind of like you were all in at that mixer. point you just oh, that feels yeah, bad man i've, I've had that happen to me before too. i ruined it and granted it was a small batch because it was just for the family okay yeah. um but it still like was mm. like hashtag heartbreak and so yeah speaking of that follow-up question just because i'm curious and i'm sure a lot of other people probably curious what, what people did too how many uh what did you actually do did you just chill with like just your family like just so your immediate family we or? did just the family which is three of us mm-hmm. we went and actually so i didn't actually cook the turkey this year um my sister-in-law did so we went over to their house and picked up some of the turkey and brought it and home then... so we actually did not spend any time so you we went to somebody else's them. house to take their food and then bring it back to your house. Yeah. <laughs> that's so we crazy. Did. And it, they only live down the street. So they're literally oh, like that's two not bad. Okay. drive. So that's why. Okay. That, that's, so let's, see. let's preface it with that too. It's not like we drove a half hour to grab turkey and run. They live like literally <laughs> two minutes on the road from us. So we grabbed, the, we grabbed some of the turkey, brought it home, and then I just made all the sides, which was uh, Brussels sprouts with uh, pancetta. Um we did salad so we just had salad mix and stuff um well we also took some stuffed mushrooms from them too they had stuffed mushrooms oh stuffed mushrooms uh, or another i see like anything stuffing that based. was from dave's um, yeah but that was from like dave's or something so she just mm-hmm. got dave's is a local supermarket in rhode island everybody if you're not uh, familiar we'll probably name other places that are rhode island based and not around the world or in the country so ever try some coffee that, milk but... <laughs> well, have people that autocrat autocrat no, uh, coffee so, milk <laughs> but um you know so that that's our that's our stuff and, and the reason why well that's our stuffing apparently because that's what we both chose in different forms but the reason why we chose this as well was not just because it was holiday season and we will probably have some holiday based stuff coming down the road um but we are going to try out a new segment in the coming weeks hopefully next week it depends on when the item comes mm-hmm. so we don't know if we're going to get it this week but if we do we will try it we are going to start a new segment ladies and gentlemen called gamer food and the idea is we're going to try to get food that isn't necessarily something that you would get at the supermarket per se like okay when your favorite gamer food 
like could have been i don't know like mountain dew or pepsi or coke cheese or puffs cheese puffs and stuff you like get that all the right cheese on the controller and nobody likes yeah and you'd be like oh that's great and everything but we want to try unique different specialty things that are either specifically targeted towards gamers or things that are not targeted towards gamers but might have a flavor profile that gamers would really enjoy mm -hmm. so for example we may find a potato chip that has a flavor that is unique that you can't find very often and anything that we try we will do our best to put a link in the description so that you can also try it depending on our flavor palettes we may like it we may hate it and that's the point too another thing i want to let you know about this segment is that it will be completely the first time either one of us have tried this item yeah. so you will be getting a genuine real full frontal like <laughs> all all in baby oh all you just in. scared off everybody nobody wants we to did. watch it no, now so <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, I what I will say is too, I think, you know, it might not always be a food that is directly marketed as like a gaming food. Because obviously, like, right. like back in the day, before gamers, quote unquote, was really like a huge right. thing. Before there was a gamer fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Mountain Dew wasn't necessarily like a gamer drink, but I know a lot of people that gamed drank a lot of Mountain Dew. So things like that, things that just, you know, generally speaking are something you might eat while you're gaming. Um, and then just other snacks and stuff, like Joe said, that we've right. just never and tried. We might and and sometimes we'll get some mainstream stuff like if something that's mountain actually advertised decides, as a gaming thing yeah like if mountain dew comes out with a gamer fuel that looks interesting and we we'll haven't probably tried it say let's <laughs> try it um but so the first item that we ordered Wait, do we want to spoil called, it do we want to spoil it well no we want to let people know what we're getting because i do think that it's not it's not really spoiling it it's letting them know what we're gonna try let's say let's say what the type is but not the we're name. not gonna tell a okay so we are going to try a energy drink there we go, yeah. that you have to make yourself. So it is not something that comes in its own like can that you can buy at the at the local supermarket or the local convenience store. It's a powder drink mm -hmm. that you have to shake up in a shaker. Mm -hmm. um, we will not tell you what flavor we got, but we did get a flavor that comes in multiple flavors. We got something that I felt was neutral-ish fun flavor. So... It's not something that um, everyone will may, may may enjoy, but we are hoping to get it by this week. I'm sure we we'll get other flavors we... in the future. There's a lot of flavors. Well, they offer, the, so. the, po the point is, mm -hmm. is that there's two. It's two prong, right? I don't want to continue to use the same company, also. Yeah. Unless they're willing to throw us something for for marketing it, because none of this stuff, at least to start, is oh, going to be sponsored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're buying it ourselves. I just bought it online literally right before the podcast started because we just started talking about it. So we will have that segment during hopefully next week's episode of Game Wild. If not next week's, it will be the week after, and it's all pending on when it comes for, for shipping and everything like that and when he and I can meet to split up the stuff because mm -hmm. we are only buying one because it is very expensive. The first item that we decided to start with <laughs> yeah, is probably right? going to be the Good most choice, Joe. Jesus. Item is probably oh. be the most expensive item that he and I are going to try to start. Um, but we are going to go through the gambit of things. It's not going to be just drinks. It could be candy bars. It could be, um, you know, meat sticks. It could be um, potato chips. It could be all different types of things. And some of it's going to be very hard to get for some people. Um, 
especially in the United States, we're going to even go that far out because we do have a following in other countries. So we are going to try snacks from other countries as well um, just to see how that goes because we don't want it to just be U.S.-based. But obviously, if we're able to get it, our friends in the United States can also get it, and we will always try our best to get you a link on where you can buy it. So with that being said, I hope everyone's excited to see what SJW and I have for reactions on eating and drinking. I'm excited to do it. Foods that are going to be foods and drinks that are going to be unique and different. And um, we're going to try to get stuff that we think anyone could like and Mm. not try to be like, oh, we're going to get something super gross because it'll get more likes. We're actually going to want to try to get something that would be like, oh, somebody would actually like to try this while they're playing Halo or while they're playing a game. That's what we're really trying to put forth there. So. Yeah, I'm excited to start doing this. I really am. So it should be uh, should yeah. be interesting. Something something a little new for the for the podcast for you guys to right. enjoy. So, um, all right. All so right. Before so before we get into this, I just came up with one more thing that I just wanted to mention, and it's like a sad face to to the human race. Okay. Oh God, we're gonna, I mean, we already got COVID. It can't be much sadder than COVID, right? So I have <laughs> yeah. a friend who's on our Facebook page. I believe he's also in our game wild uh facebook group he works for a video game retail company i won't say which one but you can catch the drift on which one it is he posted something about black friday and what happened at his store and other stores apparently so yeah wow i can already yeah (laughs) yeah sad people that were unable to get their xbox series x and their playstation 5 who decided to wait or whatever were very ignorant towards probably either one of his staff members or him. In another store, it got to the point of, like, just total extreme lewdness to the point of, like, this is stuff you see at Walmart stuff, like those videos you see at Walmart. <laughs> hey, what's so bad, bad about Walmart? Wait, never mind. Well, it's no, Walmart. <laughs> well, it, the, the videos that we see are a lot of Walmart. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I gotcha. I just want to say, listen, guys, I used to be in that position and I know that our, nice. the people who listen to us aren't like this, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty preaching to the choir. But listen, they're human beings too. They have things that they they have families sure. they have to take care of and stuff like that. If you weren't able to get your Xbox or your PlayStation because they ran out before you were done in line or whatever, or you had expectations, don't take it out on them. It's not their fault. They don't get to choose how many they get. The company chooses that, and even then, it's still a, a crapshoot. And you know, but to just to drop it out, spit somebody's face because you didn't get an Xbox is ridiculous. Mm, yeah, that's right. Pretty, or that's to threaten it or to threaten it. Uh, and then two, allegedly somebody <laughs> defecated in one of the stores. <laughs> so, allegedly, I'm pretty sure it's probably true. I, it's probably true. But I, I've I, seen like, a lot in the news about a, this happening, too. Dumbass. I, dumbass. Come on before black friday hit i saw a lot of people guessing in the news that this might be a problem because of how ridiculous like there's covid and which increases the demand of video games more so than usual plus the already short supply and and high demand of ps5 and xbox you lay you layer that on top of it you just get a bunch of people you know fighting over what's that movie where they're like chasing each other around the store during christmas trying to oh, like find uh, stuff jingle all the way jingle all the way yeah like yeah, jingle, arnold yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yes arnold schwarzenegger sinbad's the sinbad yeah. <laughs> wow, wow sinbad that's a throwback um yes. 
Yeah, so like it's basically that sort of feeling this holiday season. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we see more of the same around Christmas time. And like yeah. me, I'm trying every time I see like you post something or I see something online like 9 a.m. Go on this website, you'll have a shot. I'm there. I click it. It doesn't work. I move on. Like yeah, it is. It is what it is. And it's getting and it's getting worse and worse. But I will also want to state that um, you know there's been a lot of news about the Xbox and the PlayStation and basically hey that they're 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 saying to each other listen this is we don't want to be against each other we want to be with each other Mm -hmm. i don't know if that'll actually really happen it's a lot of good talk but there's still plenty of things that are happening but they really don't want this to be a console war they want it to be kind of like a togetherness type thing and Mm -hmm. you know they've xbox has praised sony about their uh dual sense controller and how innovative it is and you know microsoft is looking into the fact that playstation is outperforming the xbox and I think that the reason being is that we've talked about this. They're, Xbox is in it for the long game, not for the short game, you know. So mm-hmm. um, the fact that Sony had more titles that were exclusives um, is, is a really big deal. Like, honestly, I struggle to find something to play that's Xbox Series mm-hmm. X exclusive on my Xbox versus the PlayStation where I've already played and beaten Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Snacks. Mm-hmm. both specifically for the PlayStation. I know that's a little off topic, but I wanted to throw that out there because I think it's important for people to stop being asshats and start being normal human beings and understand that people do have a, uh, do, you know, they're humans and they don't get to control what happens. I'm sure uh, anyone at any of the stories would have loved to have given everyone an Xbox and a PlayStation 5 for as many people as sat out in the, in the rain or the snow or whatever um type of weather you had when black friday hit but you know it's just not possible and you shouldn't treat people that treat treat people horribly just because you were unable to get one you know it's just it's ridiculous so uh, just real my, quick too um sad facts for the day no yeah and it is it's kind of sad of what we're dealing with right now and i think again covid kind of exacerbates that problem but just to throw this out there too because you did bring i still up, think you'd have it without covid i still oh think yeah 100 percent. yeah and, and i think it just makes it worse um but you threw out the kind of um uh playstation having exclusives and stuff right now and, and outselling the xbox so real quick just for anybody because we actually haven't talked about this on on the podcast yet up until now I think pre pre the consoles releasing, everybody was guessing two to one sales for PS5 to Xbox is, is what like the marketing research showed. And it looks like now after everything's not everything's said and done, there's still a lot more to go. But um, the first couple of releases that both systems have kind of done, the PS5 has sold somewhere between 2.1 to 2.5 million units uh, between the two launch days, and the Xbox Series X and S uh, with between 1.2 and 1.4. So it seems like that two to one ratio is kind of right about in line, depending mm. on where they fall there. So, um, right. and again, I, I think you're right. I think it's it's a lot to do with the exclusive titles. So, um, yeah. If I wasn't a honestly, if I wasn't like a gold member, ultimate member, mm-hmm. and seeing all the stuff that they're having for Game Pass, I probably wouldn't have jumped to buy one right away. So, yeah, there's no need to yet, anyways. Um, yeah. Which is why I'm usually on top of the PlayStation Five right now more than the Xbox. But the only thing I didn't like the price isn't going to change anytime soon. You'd no. have to wait a full year for that to happen. I probably like two or three to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, two no, years. I would probably say that you'll have you'll have a fifty dollar price drop by next Christmas. Oh, you might actually. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, because they they usually do that by Christmas. So, well, speaking of systems, PS Five, Xbox Series X, Nintendo Switch, PC. 
Oh wait, are we missing one, Joe? Is there is there another oh my one that gosh. goes in there? You know, there's this thing that Google I think created, right? <laughs> it's called uh, is it is it Badia? Cadia? Stadia? Ladadia? You say Stadia, I say Stadia. <laughs> it's uh, man, this thing. So I figured we'd bring it up because we kind of meme on it a little bit or a lot of bit while we're uh while we have some podcasts here and there was an interesting article article that came out i think in the last week or so probably in response to black friday coming out probably to kind of um reassure people that buying a stadium might not be a waste of money which still sorry i'm still in that camp for now um basically found an article that says google says it's got 400 games in the pipeline for stadia now, clarification, that is not new games. And it says for, for, for 200 developers, too. So, ideally, like From two. 200 of them. Yeah. So two mm-hmm. to one ratio there, yeah. like two games mm-hmm. per developer. Generally speaking, yeah. So in, 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 in sense, yeah, it probably could be more from other developers, but yeah, sure. So, that's not new games. It's Some of them might be new. But for the most part, that's probably just porting games over to be on Stadia from other consoles, etc. Stadia, 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 my Stadia, Stadia, Stadia. So, Joe, are you are has has your mindset changed with Stadia? Has your thought process changed? Do you give a shit about this console, or is it still just a nobody? It's it's somewhere off in in just you know, nobody cares about it. It's off yonder. It's sitting there chilling, and PS Five and Xbox are just gonna take the show away. Yeah, I still think I think it's just Xbox and, and PlayStation Nintendo. are the, and then you got Nintendo in the background mm-hmm. there doing their little thing. So you even had Atari. Um, Atari released a console. What is this? Remember, Atari yeah. released a console. I think that'll do better than Stadia. And it wasn't the Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the right. Jaguar too. Um, so a couple of things here I, I want to point out in the article though, right? So um, they interviewed this guy, uh, Boozer Jack Booz. Buser. I don't want to say Boozer. Buser. That sounds bad. Buser. B-U-S-E-R. <laughs> he is uh, Stadia's director of games. He gave an interview with uh, somebody from Mobile Syrup. This is uh, from an article on The Verge. Uh, he talks about their roadmap for all the games. Uh, most would be arriving in 2021 and beyond. Uh, a couple things to point out, though. They are currently planning for 2023 and beyond. So 2020, I mean, that's a three. that's three years out. And that goes to show you, I mean, it, t- it seems like they're taking a similar approach as Microsoft is with the long game, right? That's kind of what well, I, what I read into with that. Well, no, I, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's a long game situation in regards to like, Hey, I think they're in it for the long haul. Uh, well, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I, I, Microsoft's long game is, you know, the game pass situation. I think they're just like two separate things. I think though that Google is like, okay, we're going to give it three to five years. See how yeah. this works out. It's something that's like, you know, you don't own the games. It seems it's like a mm-hmm. rental type situation almost. Right. So it's just a different type of setup. And I don't know, it just doesn't really. Well, then again, but now think about it though. Cause, yeah. cause we, we always talk about, you're talking about the game pass and all that stuff. And, and me and you are always going back and forth. Me, kind of i like to own my games i like buying them physically um if anything and well hey if anything it saved me sometimes because i'll be like playing my switch as an example and i'll see like um what was it hyrule warriors just came out and age of calamity 
and I was like, man, I if I just want to snap by this and play it right now, right this second. And when you can download a game like that online, that's possible. You can literally just play it right away. But because my mind, I'm like, no, 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 I want to, I want the game physically. I'm like, ah, well, I can't play it now because I got to download it on, or I got to go on Amazon and get it shipped. So it actually prevents me from buying things right away. My my own like subconscious is like preventing me from just do hitting you, the buy button. So <laughs> do you know why I don't like to buy physical copies anymore? Uh, storage space. <laughs> no, actually not. It's it's honestly because I I remember a day, and some of you may re, may not remember this worked. because you might be too young for this. <laughs> Where you put a video game disc or a cartridge or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Into the, hold on. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Into the system. And then magically the thing would start right up. And you get to jump right into the game. But guess what, everybody? <laughs> That's not it anymore. Guess It's not the case anymore. <laughs> if you've owned anything past an Xbox uh, 360. Uh, Xbox One X. No, 360 didn't do the installs, I don't remember. I, I mean, they... it's been so long, I don't remember if they... No, they didn't. No, it started with the Xbox X, uh, the Xbox X and uh, Xbox One X, or the Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. I don't think 3 and I feel like 3 and 360 did, did it. Because I remember, yeah, my PlayStation 3, PlayStation 3's loading screens were like 20 times worse than PS4. No, the updates were insane. Are... I'm not talking about loading games, but Bro, I'm talking about the download that you still have to do after oh, to you put, put the game in. on your hard drive. Um, yeah, but the point is, is that you I still wonder. have to install something on your hard drive to play the game. You can't just yeah. put the game in and play it. Yeah, that's my beef. Okay. Yeah. If it was still back in the day where you just put the disc in and the game played, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about like a small patch to the game that. It's like five. I'm talking about the game. You can put a game in. Mm -hmm. It's still like, oh, we need to download 20 gigs of data. (laughs) I'm like, then why do I have this disc? (laughs) Yeah. Why? Why can't I just buy? I'll just buy digitally and install the the full 60 on my hard drive. Yeah. Granted, you don't. You probably use the full, but Mm. my God. I. I, Yeah. I agree. I agree. It seems counter. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather have it do a smart install for me the night it comes out so that when I turn my Xbox on, works. the game's already installed, and I can jump right in probably only having to download maybe a hot fix okay. that came out for it. Instead of my lazy ass having to be like, you know what, I got to put this game in the system so that I can be ready to play it in an hour. Not I'm, oh, I'm just going to throw this out there, though. Okay. For the longest time, I agree with you for the most part, but sure. computers, computers have always been like that. I think we were just spoiled with consoles. Computers always, you have a game, you get it, you put the CD in, you download it. You could never on a computer just play it right off the CD. It never worked like that. It was a differentiation. Yeah, it was a PC. Differentiation, exactly. And consoles and PCs have always been separate. PCs usually are considered better. (laughs) Usually PCs are considered the better console, quote unquote, better gaming console, because... They do so more. They have better graphics cards. They have better processors. They have all this stuff. Yeah, but you still have to spend money to pay to, to get that, and that's the point, right? Is that you're still. Yeah. So I mean, for five hundred dollars for the combined five hundred dollars per system, so a thousand bucks, it's still probably not as good as what I have in my system. But I probably spent 
So well, here's hundred dollars more on my. PC here's what I was getting at with Stadia, right? With the mm-hmm. um, you know the no CDs or whatever. So it seems like Microsoft and Sony, you know, they both have the discless consoles. They're both going towards that that avenue of, you know, all right, everything's gonna be going digital. So yep. is Stadia is Stadia just like the Wii U of the era? Is it just ahead of its time, right? And they need like Stadia two to come out, and that's what's gonna do it. Like, is Stadia actually gonna be the way to go? Seeing what Xbox and Sony no. are doing. No, I think they're. I think number one, it's kind of like what happened with Sega and the Dreamcast, right? Oh, if, if we're going to talk about ahead of its time, mm-hmm. Dreamcast is probably the number one thing that comes up as yeah. like, wow, this thing came out way too soon. It was so good. I and if it, if it launched against the PlayStation or whatever, I can't even remember if it launched against the PlayStation 1 or, not, or the PlayStation 2. No, it would be the PlayStation 2 because the PlayStation 2 started to have like you could online game with the Dreamcast. You couldn't online game with the PlayStation 2 to start playstation 2 ended up getting a network adapter that you connected to the back of it yeah um and i still remember being in college and my friend being so excited that he had purchased the um the adapter so he could play madden online and i still remember being like dude i used to play nfl 2k online in the dreamcast yeah it's, in the day. it's weird so it came out it actually says november 27th 98 um yep. dreamcast came out so it was after playstation 1 and it was uh, about two years prior to the PlayStation 2 coming out in March 4th, right. 2000. So, yeah, and I don't think the PlayStation 2 pulled the network adapter out until 2001. That sounds about right, yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, I mean, it was ahead of its time having the online play there. And I think, I don't know, it's almost like releasing staggered, not alongside the PS2 kind of hurt it uh, because it was ahead of its time like that. It's like it just like flew under the radar and nobody really, nobody really recognized it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I always... You know, something like Stadia, if there's somebody that can pay to keep something around long enough for it to work, it's Google. Like, all right, nobody wants this. We're going to let it stick around for five years until everybody wants it. And we've talked before about that bell curve of, you know, early adopters, and then you get the early majority, and then the late majority and all that. And, and, you know, right now, this whole – I think we're in the early majority of the bell curve for digital downloads and stuff. And we're about to probably hit the peak to really make that shift with this generation to digital downloads. And right. um, maybe that is what Stadia needs to really latch on and become a, a true competitor in the uh, in the gaming market. So one other thing I wanted to add to with this article anyways is that um, – so they actually – I did not realize this. They have a couple pretty solid peeps in their, uh, in their bullpen here. We have – Ex Ubisoft and EA producer Jade Raymond and ex Sony Santa Monica studio head Shannon Studstill. So they have some awesome people in their corner too to, you know, if they are going to be successful, it's people like these that will be able to get them there. They know what they're doing. Ubisoft and EA, self-explanatory. Some of the best companies on the planet and Sony, obviously with video games, self-explanatory. You know what's weird? When I think of Sony now, I don't even think of like music or or anything other than video games. Like Sony has uh, dropped off TVs. the planet in my mind. Like with TVs, all that stuff. It's literally. I think Sony. I think PlayStation. Oh, Sony does other things. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I don't. Right. They fall off the planet. So um, so yeah. I mean, they apparently have a pretty good outlook. Google does for the Stadia. We'll see if they continue to uh to try to support it, push it, and. If they're actually going to be successful here coming up, so 
Um, all right. Next up. Next up. Can you believe it? How old? How freaking old am I? Wow. Old enough to know that Pokemon was played on a Game Boy. Oh, <laughs> dude. Pokemon Gold and Silver were like, oh my god, absolutely amazing. They were a game way ahead of its time. Oh, I remember when I got that for Christmas. I got gold for Christmas in a Game Boy Color. Nice. I was nice. so excited, dude. I was so excited. Awesome. Um, so Pokemon teases the 25th anniversary celebration in 21, and they te they actually teased it at the uh, Macy's Day Parade. I'm gonna here's the logo. So anybody watching the YouTube video, the logo should be right in the middle there. It's basically a Pikachu. Um, a yellow Pikachu outline of, of a Pikachu's head. And then instead yep, of the balls 25. of red, yeah, instead of the balls of red on the cheeks, it's a two and a five in red on the cheeks. So, um, but yeah, 25 years. What, what was your first Pokemon game, Joe? What was the very first one you got? God, it was either red or blue. I can't even remember. I, I got like the first like edition ones a while, like, you know, Game Boy. So I, I probably blue because blue is my favorite color. I can't remember, but I probably got uh, Pokemon Blue first. I'm actually trying to think because I, I very specifically remember gold because I got Game Boy Color with it. And it was like a really big deal for me because Game Boy Color then was like, yeah. holy crap, this is in color. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure if I actually got red, blue or yellow prior to that. I do know I played red, blue and yellow prior to that. I just can't really remember if it was mine or not. I'm gonna say yes because I had. Bear, stay with me here. When I was younger, I was in. I was seven. Actually, when did this? This should make sense with the timeline. Hold on. When did Pokemon Gold come out? That was in 98, 99. All right. So November twenty first, nineteen ninety nine. So in 1997, I was seven years old. I was in second grade. I was going third grade. Sorry, I was in third grade. Go. So I was 1998. I was in Forest Park Elementary School. Oh no! Wait for it. Wait for it. And I was. At recess, okay, there was this other kid didn't like me too much. All right, hmm. this was probably. I, I wonder why you're. Such this a is. <laughs> no, actually, it's funny. This to this day is really the only like quote unquote fight that I ever got into, and it really wasn't a fight. You'll see in a second. Um, this is about the, the extent. Well, you're here in a second. No, so um, this is about the extent of of how far a fight went for me. So. And this is how I know, I, I do believe I had, I can't remember which one it was, but it was definitely a Pokemon. So it was red, blue, or yellow. I had the old, you know, the big, thick, old school Game Boys that were like gray and it was black and white and they were yeah, huge. It's like, like the yeah, size of a, yeah, yeah it was size of a brick. So I had one of those, size of a brick, right? And this kid that didn't like me took it from me and he's like running away. And I'm like, oh, what the hell, man? So whatever. So we, we do our thing. He finally comes back and I try to like grab it from him and take it back. I'm trying to grab it from him. And no, no, I didn't pull the cartridge out. He, he got it away from me again. And then I failed to take it back. And then instead of giving it back or running away with it, he takes the game boy, down. slams it on my head. So he literally hit me over the head with so this brick of it. Yeah, exactly. This is why I'm so messed up now. This is exactly why I'm so messed up. So uh, long story short, the game boy somehow worked, which I will say, Stuff back then was made a lot better than than it is now. You do that with like an iPhone nowadays, the whole screen shatters. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, that's how I remember my first uh, my first Pokemon game apparently. So, um, and then okay. gold was gold was my favorite one I received. You can probably okay. see why because it's a little bit better of a story there. So, um, 
but yeah pokemon man this game has like defined our generation right it's still defining our generation to this day we have pokemon go we have pokemon cards are like this new hot thing again everybody's trying to get all the old first edition ones selling charizards for like new houses and shit like all this crazy stuff going on with pokemon we and, might be um, trying to do that at some point too. yeah we might be trying to do that with pokemon cards and uh just one of the articles i, I saw too at the 25th anniversary remember pokemon snap that was a that thing was one of the games i played yep n64 so it's um and apparently excuse me if you guys don't know there's a pokemon day oh i didn't, I didn't know that, know that. February, so, uh, on February 27th, 1966, that was the series' original Japanese launch. February 27th, 1966. The Pokemon Compi- Company I- International, yeah, 1996, dubbed February 27th Pokemon Day and has made a tradition of holding special events on that day. So that's when the official 25th anniversary is. But now I have an excuse to take a holiday because... February 27th is an extremely important day in gaming as a, as a whole. So, um, but yeah, pretty cool stuff. And I, yeah. a lot of good memories of Pokemon. Some of the first Pokemon movies I remember fondly. I really like Mewtwo Strikes Back. You ever see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't watch the movies too much. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I was never a big movie person. For like, like, an, like anime movies and stuff like that. You know, really well, like those. gaming <laughs> movies too, like in general. Like, I mean, I've watched a bunch of them, but, like, I mm-hmm. Pokemon wasn't really a movie one. I, I watched the series, but never the movies. I've watched, I think it was, like, the first maybe three or four that I watched pretty religiously. Like, I saw those, like, right when they came out. And then um, I haven't seen a movie in forever. Like, and even the Pokemon yeah. themselves, I only know up to, like, maybe the third generation of Pokemon. I think there's, like, six now probably i think there's like like i think lugia no lugia was pulled, uh gold and silver um that that cat looking thing er, yeah, i don't know there's so many there's yeah. so many now so um it's crazy the freaking names they come up with but yes yeah, so and then apparently uh there was a 35th anniversary of super mario recently so we saw that with uh, the game yeah the game that yeah, came out about that and uh, previous episodes look back on the archives to see what we talked about with Super Mario Brothers and in the 35 anniversary, 35th anniversary, including Mario Brothers 35, where you can yeah. play against 35 other people if you have a Switch and the Nintendo Family um, Pack or whatever it is. So it, it's their subscription package for their online stuff. And Zelda is going to be 35 soon, so yeah. that'll uh, that'll be a thing too. It'd be pretty cool to see what happens. With Somebody that, posted so. a meme about how happy link looked in uh mario kart and they were like this is probably the happiest that anyone's ever seen (laughs) yeah link uh usually has some personal problems he's gonna deal with so oh man so let's go to the next let's go to the next and final article for this week why don't you um get into it for us there sgw yeah so unfortunately i guess you haven't you haven't played this right um i haven't played this and to be honest with you it's just like i mean with the amount of stuff i'm playing right now um, it's tough you know I, I well the xbox the playstation so i've been going away from uh some of the uh pc stuff obviously mm-hmm. and i mean I'm, I'm not sure i'm sure this game's also available for download on the systems or no uh yeah yeah, yeah. I th- i'm pretty sure it's on so, everything right now i probably just haven't seen it like Mm-hmm. Showing off and be like, hey, get this. What we're referring to is Genshin Impact. 
And uh, I think we mentioned this we mentioned this briefly a while ago on a podcast when it originally came out, and there was kind of a lot of hype uh, built around the game. And for good reason. It's a it's a really good game, so I have played this. Uh, not a lot. I played it just to kind of see what all the hype was about. And it's basically, if you can picture Zelda, it's uh, New Zelda. Uh, it's, it's a mirror of that game. It's open world RPG. You run around, you hack and slash stuff, you have abilities, yada, yada, yada. And um, it's a really good game, and everybody's very impressed with it. They like it. It's multiplayer. It's just it's fun. But have you? Do you know what a gotcha system is, Joe? No, I don't actually. So I didn't originally. Now I do because of this. And and but you do. So you do actually know what it is. And I know because I didn't know. I thought I didn't know. And then I read, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen that a million times. Oh, yeah. So. A gacha system is apparently named after the popular Japanese toy dispensers, Gachapon, or Gachapon, I guess is how it's, uh, so it's Gacha, so that it's pronounced like SH, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a pay to, pay to play type thing, right? So they don't, Premium. yeah, exactly. So they don't, it's, it's free. The game is free, right? You can play forever free. You can technically get everything in the game for free. Is it ridiculously hard? Of course. Kind of like playing Hearthstone and getting the entire collection. You're never going to do it. So, what it basically is, is you have these... You've played it before. Have you played um, Final Fantasy Brave X, XVS or, like, Fire Emblem or any of those games? Uh, yeah, well, Fire Emblem. Mobile. Emblem, have you played it on mobile? I haven't played any of the mobile ones because I know that they're just... Um... So, basically, yeah. what it is, is it's in those games, too. So, you might have played a different game. Yeah. I just can't think I mean, of which it's, one. It's a freemium. Listen. Yeah, it's the same thing. Furbridge freemium freemium isn't free it's uh, <laughs> basically in uh, the south park episode actually coined it which is amazing and then they sold out and made a card game where you can pay to get stuff so they they ended up paying <laughs> into it too um literally literally you can play a game but because they understand the the person who created this is a genius because they believed yeah. in the system of people one don't want to wait for something and two they are super competitive, so they'll do anything to get a competitive advantage, even if that means spending hundreds of dollars on a game that honestly probably would have cost you ten bucks if you bought it outright yeah. back in mm-hmm. two thousand and five. And you would have been able to probably get everything that now you need to spend money on or play a ridiculous amount Correct. of hours. You would have gotten it a lot faster back then. So, right. oh man, the, the good old days in nineteen ninety seven playing RPGs, getting all the swords in the game for free. So, um. So here's the deal, though. We talked a really long time ago, actually, probably one of the first few episodes about loot boxes, if you remember. Look and, back, everybody. Yeah, that's that's an oldie but goodie. And uh, that was a big deal. It was a topic floating around for a little while. This was like pre-COVID always, and all that. Yeah, it, it always has. And it's, uh, you know, the whole gambling argument. Is it considered mm-hmm. gambling? Yada, yada, yada. And uh, th- the thing with this Gasha system is basically people as much as they like genshin impact a lot of people are starting to be like whoa 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 this game has no chill (laughs) it's taking everybody's money this is not good like they need to fix this or change it or something because the way that it works is and i'm gonna just so you guys can get a uh, get an idea of it in genshin impact so it's genshin impact has a mechanic called a wish mechanic Players can trade in-game currency, primo gems is what they're called, to obtain fate items or earn them as rewards or gifts. Each quote-unquote wish requires a certain number of fate items, ranging from 1 to 10, 
which allows you to then win a new weapon or a new character of three stars or higher quality. Primo gems sound great, right? You can, there's no real world money. You can technically get them in the game. Uh, they don't grow on trees. They're not easy to get, but you can get them in the game very slowly but surely. Um, then you have to use them to purchase Genesis crystals. So this is how it usually starts, right? Like a lot of these games, you get one currency and you use that currency to buy another currency and then that currency to buy another currency. And by when everything's said and done, the original currency you've that you've got... You've bought 20 different types of currencies. And you only have one. <laughs> like, like, you started with a million, but by the time you get to the final one you need, you only have, like, one now, right? So the value's been diluted from the original in-game currency. But, you know, there's this nice little option. You can skip all that, pay some cash, and you can just skip right to the last one, and now all of a sudden you got a bunch, right? Yeah, no, bad, no, not thumbs up, Joe. <laughs> so... Bad, bad, bad. Um, so, and that's kind of, once you use those, so when you start using those on things called wishes, wishes are essentially giving you random in-game items. And loot boxes did that. You buy a loot box and the loot box gives you random stuff. So people would be buying tons of loot boxes to get, you know, what they need. So apparently, I actually saw something the other day. A famous streamer or YouTuber, I forget who it was. They went on their stream and they did this, they took $2,000 of a sponsor's money. So somebody sponsored them for $2,000, which they're allowed to do this. It's not, you know, legal or anything. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. they're using the money for. So they took the sponsored money, say, hey, XYZ company is sponsoring me. I'm going to open $2,000 worth of wishes today from Genshin Impact. So they go ahead and they just on stream, lots of people watching, everybody's having fun. It's great. It does the job. You get that's how that's right. It's yeah. a new game. Everybody right. likes the new game. Everybody likes seeing people spend money and open gifts and all that kind of stuff. So we're doing it. Then after the fact, this same person actually ended up posting a video and tweeting and all that good stuff saying, you know what, everybody, I apologize. I am, I actually should not have done that. I should not have thrown all that money at wishes like that to try to roll for in-game or in-game items and stuff because that is promoting everything that the, the industry has been kind of trying to fight against lately, which is loot boxes and stuff like that. And I don't support that. And I am not going to play Genshin Impact until something gets changed about that. So now there's this whole rustle happening where people are like, mm, Genshin Impact, you need to change your shit. Like, you got to fix stuff because you're really just this money hoarding thing that's just sucking in people's money, trying to gamble it away to get these items and stuff that, that they want to get. So um, I do think this is going to be an issue. I think Genshin Impact is probably going to have to change it at some point. And... I don't think this is going to go away either because this is really it's worse than gambling it this loot boxes and games are worse than gambling because you don't get anything you get this digital nothing it's literally this picture that makes you feel a little bit better so i lied you technically you you get the feeling i guess out of it you feel a little bit better about yourself maybe or whatever Chasing euphoria yeah emotional you know uh good stuff that you get from it but yeah. tangibly you get no money you get nothing i would rather somebody go to a casino and at least have the chance of winning a million dollars you know so there you go. um sure. so yeah it's, it's pretty bad play daily fantasy football uh yeah yeah even literally fantasy football is better at least you have a which, chance to which, win money. by the way just want to let you know we had a thanksgiving day um no, i totally forgot to set my lineup thing, and he did he didn't well he didn't even join it yeah it was However, I just want to let you know Did we you didn't win? wear a kickball and I won by 0. 0.5. Ooh. 
Wow, that's close. Half so a point. It was like I didn't even watch the rest of the Cowboys game because I was so disgusted that I thought I was going to lose because I was in second <laughs> place. The majority of the day I've been like I was chasing first place mm -hmm. and I ended up winning by half a point. And I took home $27 from 5 bucks. Could have been 32 if somebody else played. I guess I'm glad I didn't end up playing then. I'd have to listen well, to you brag about getting the money. I mean, I guess. Well, I guess. you know, that you're the wild card. You've been, you're, we're facing each other in this week's <laughs> fantasy football uh, matchup, so we'll see what happens. First place versus second place right there. Oh, Even yeah. Though he's me. Even though he's beaten me once, I still am better than him. Oh, no, I got overall. this. I got this. So. We'll see. I got this. All right. So with that being said, guys, let us move on to what you can get for free and not have to pay anything no extra boxes. for. It's called Rough House Deals. <laughs> and this week we have one game coming out on December 3rd on Epic Game Store called Cave Story, arguably the most well-known indie game of all time. Cave Story Plus features an original story brimming with personality, mystery, and fast-paced fun. Run, jump, shoot, fly, and explore your way through a massive adventure. Reminisce of classic 8 and 16-bit games. So it's like a 8-bit, uh, 16-bit type game. So that's free December 3rd on the Epic Game Store. That's all I got this weekend. You can also check out, obviously, tons of deals that are still going on throughout the rest of this week coming up from Xbox, Sony, and all different places uh, touting all different types of games. Uh, if you're on our Facebook group, let us, uh, you know, check it out because I'll be posting stuff as I find them like I have with uh, not only releases of Xbox and PlayStation 5s, but any type of games that look interesting get. that might be on sale. So uh, games that won't be on sale are new games coming out this week. And SJW, uh, there is quite a few. There is quite a few. And actually, um, this first one is interesting if you guys remember, we talked about Remnant from the Ashes. Myself and Roughhouse uh, actually played. We streamed it. Yeah, we streamed it. It's actually a pretty good game, um, generally speaking. Yeah. I, th I thought it was pretty fun. Pretty and fun. there is now Kratos Before the Ashes as a prequel coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. So they're getting it on every system. And that's coming out December 1st. So um, it's got a slight, it's got a different art style. It's not quite like Remnant, where it's more dark and dreary. It's, I don't want to say cartoony. I don't really know what that art style is called, but it just well, looks different. It. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, Atmospheric yeah, RPG. Not, uh, it's it's weird. It's, it's I, I it can't. It doesn't look. Um, it's not like Remnant. And it's definitely not cell shaded. No, it's it, not. So it's it's definitely like a mix. It's of... almost like Zelda graphics, kind of, but not yeah. as like is Zelda cel shaded technically? I don't think so. I'm gonna start looking up because I'm constantly going through these new games. I'm gonna start looking up the actual definitive differences between graphics X, Y, and Z, and A and B and C. Like, there's so many different ways to design and craft a game now. Like, it's it's literally art. Right? Like, there's you know, so many different ways and, to make art. And the other thing that's interesting about this, um, I'm looking at Remnant from the Ashes, and the developer and publishers are different than the ones that's creating... Um, well, there was... One of them was on there, I think, right? I think so. I think one of one of the companies was on there. This is from... Who was it? Oh, Gunfire Games. Gunfire yes. Games, Gunfire yeah. Games, yeah THQ Nordic is publishing it yep. and also helping to develop it. 
I mean, I'll, I mean, we haven't done a group stream in a while, so um, we should probably start getting back into that. I, I honestly your streams have been your streams have been more tournaments, yeah, um, tournament based, and you haven't actually been playing games. So this could be something that we may get back into and try. We used to do it on Friday nights, and then things just, and then I guess you know. I actually really want to because I, I've been thinking about this lately too. I I want to stream more. Like I need to stream more other than tournaments right. because I'm like You're I want turning into that guy. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Like I, I want to be able to actually relax on stream and, and play video games now. And I think because I do the tournament so much, it's more of like a I need to yeah. do this. It's like a job almost. I um a job that I love doing, but I think streaming now I can just sit back, relax, chill, and just play video games. Right. So. Um, it's just a little bit of a different feeling. So I'd be down to play this. Yeah, how much? It's only like ten bucks, right? I don't even know how much it is. It's because right now it shows. Oh, it's just... still December first, so yeah. Yeah, oh. so it won't tell you then. I don't know. I doubt ten. I doubt it's ten dollars. Um, it's probably going to be somewhere between twenty and thirty. Well, we'll um, see. Um, yeah, uh, Remnant from the Ashes was twenty nine ninety nine to start. Um, so you never know. I but, just don't know uh, if it's going to be also multiplayer. We have to check to see if it's going to be multiplayer. Yeah, like, you're right. Exactly because. No, it actually says it's single player here. So unfortunately, we wouldn't be able to play this game, but we could always um, go back to the old school days and play. We'll find and, something. Or, or Hate Hunt Showdown, which is another game we played. Oh wow! That we disliked dramatically. That was a terrible um, game. Yeah. yeah. But Remnant from the Ashes was a lot of fun. So maybe that's what we'll continue. Maybe we'll go back to it. Maybe we'll get the DLC or something and see how that works. So Empire Sin also coming out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on the first. You are a a mafia girl boss. You are boss AF in this game. You basically are you, you manage this mafia like uh, pre prohibition era in Chicago, and you're going up against different mob bosses and stuff like that. And you just have to make a lot of decisions. You manage your mob and and your crew and stuff like that. And you know you try to make friends, make enemies. Uh, a lot of decision making, but then also a lot of you know shooting and stuff like that, and then also battling it out during the game. So um, definitely looks like an interesting game. Twin Mirror, Lost on Arrival, PC, PS4, Xbox One on December first. This one is weird. Um, this is really weird. It's it's uh, what a psychological thriller, I guess we would call it. Um, I believe from the looks of it anyways, it looks like another one of those games, which again, this seems to be a really popular type of game nowadays where you're just kind of making those decisions, uh, decision-making during the game to, you know, kind of control where the storyline and the plot goes. So we also have Worms Rumble, PC, PS5, and PS4 on December 1st. See, like to me, that's weird. It's not coming out on Xbox and that's, that's a Worms game. We all know right, and love yeah. Worms. I mean, worms right. is everywhere. <laughs> so, um, worms, if you don't know, you play as a worm. You shoot other worms with big old bazookas. No, now you know. Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 5. Joe, I have some unfortunate news for you. It's going to, I know the NFL is part of it. Wait, what? Is, is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. No, that wasn't going to be my horrible news. You the started playing it? Yeah. I started playing. So, here's what happened. Oh, Lord. I was chilling with Steph, my girlfriend. Yeah. And Steph has, you know, she's got some extra days off now because of COVID and stuff. She's working like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So yeah. she's like, I want to find something to do in the, in the spare time. I want to get into a game. And I'm like, all right. She's like, I want to get into Fortnite. I'm like, no. Oh, boy. Here we go. So she has a Switch. So she can get it on Switch, but she's been playing it on my PS4. 
And um, I'm like, she's like, well, why don't you play a game? I want to see how good you are. Because I never play. And I'm like telling her what to do. And she's like, you've never played. You you probably are terrible at this game, right? Well, I wasn't. <laughs> at, least, at least not with the players that she was playing against anyways. And even though I haven't played, I picked it up pretty quick. You know, I play a lot of games, so it is what it is. And, um, and it's actually kind of fun. And I'm kind of sad that I think it's kind of fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know how long I'll keep playing or how long it'll keep my interest. It might just scratch my shooter itch that I need to scratch right now. Um, so well, that's of, like, why we can go and play Remnant together. And go yeah, that might, yeah, that might do it too. So, But Fortnite, new season, coming out December 2nd. Sam and Max Save the World is coming out remastered for PC and Switch December 2nd. Death Tales. This is on uh, the Switch. This is 10 bucks. So Death Tales comes out for the Switch on December 3rd. It's a side-scrolling 2D type thing. And I think it's a... it's know, You play as like a Reaper, I guess. And you just collect equipment and stuff. And you go through the side-scroller. You have the hearts up top with the life and... And uh, you just, you know, hack and slash your way to victory. So pretty typical slide score. Really colorful. Honestly, it looks like <laughs> it looks like you're on an acid trip playing this game. Um, it's got some interesting graphics here. So uh, we also have El Hijo. He, Hio. Hio. I'm trying to remember. That's basically the boy in Spanish, I believe. Uh, a Wild West tale for PC and Stadia on the third. This is a spaghetti Western stealth game. What is your idea of a spaghetti game, Joe? I don't have an idea of a spaghetti game. Neither do I. But now looking at this, I kind of have an idea now, I guess. But it's just this really cartoony type. Like, literally, the characters kind of move and things. Graphics move like spaghetti, believe it or not. Um, just kind of gives that vibe. But, yeah, you, you play as a six-year-old boy and you try to find your mom. Uh, so if you're trying to do that, <laughs> go ahead and play that game. Immortals Phoenix Rising. For everything, literally everything, um, December 3rd. This game's interesting. I watched the trailer for this real quick. It basically is a... Uh, the graphics aren't nearly as good. It's a little bit dulled down on the graphics. has a little bit more of a Which fun vibe. Cause it, yeah, because it's going to be for all the newer systems as well. Yeah, but, it's, uh, but they're clean. And it literally is like... It reminds me of God of War. It actually reminds me of a God of War. The graphics are a little bit more fun and, and you know, like a step down from God of War graphics. And you go up against all these gods, Greek gods and stuff like that. And you are this, you play as Phoenix. And she's this this creature with, she's got wings kind of like an angel. And she just beats stuff up, has cool attacks. And literally just reminds me of Kratos, right? Um, so pretty cool stuff there. That actually looks like a pretty interesting game. And we have Morbid, the Seven Acolytes, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on the 3rd. Uh, this is a horror punk action RPG is what they call it. Basically, if you want to play Dark Souls, but as a 2D game, go for it. <laughs> go. I don't know what enemy you'd ever wish that on, but if that's up your alley, go for it. We have Phoenix Point. Also coming out here, uh, year one edition for PC on December 3rd. Actually kind of reminds me of, oh god, I just thought this earlier. I totally forgot the, the game. It's a tactical type thing, but you can also shoot. So there's actually a control for your gun to point to different things and shoot uh, within it. Oh, like Mass Effect. It kind of reminds me of Mass Effect a little bit with the tactical aspects. Um, Shiren, or Shirin, the Wanderer, the Tower of Fortune, and the Dice of Fate for PC on December 3rd. 
this is a roguelike um and this is like like zelda the link from the past graphics type deal um and it's a roguelike you just go around you have weapons you have stats uh you go around and kill stuff a pretty pretty simple straightforward type game uh, as far as that's concerned with the old school graphics we got startup panic for pc on december 3rd quit your job and build an exciting startup this is like a uh it's one of those simulators again there's simulators for like everything nowadays you can like simulate building a bathroom simulate you know like being in a hot tub like there's literally everything can't wait till virtual reality is a thing that'll be interesting um taiko no tatsujin rhythmic adventure pack on the switch this looks like what's that game that what's that like cartoon or game that has similar graphics it was like huge it was like a cat or something it has the same animation do you know what i'm talking about no cat oh it was like a cat that had the same sort of smiley face that's on these i don't know it's really cartoony japanese anime type deal it's uh interesting but uh i guess i can't even tell you really what this game is from looking at it. i didn't watch the video from this uh if you guys are into that sort of uh that artwork and, and graphics check though check it out taiko no tatsujin then Once we have upon a time, oh then we have commandos 2 is actually getting a remaster uh hd remaster for switch on december 4th dark d-a-r-q is getting a complete edition on december 4th for pc ps4 and xbox one dragon quest 11 s echoes of an exclusive uh, elusive age i actually almost bought that the other day because i really i love dragon quest uh that's getting definitive edition on pc ps4 and xbox one on the fourth fifa 21 soccer if y'all didn't know or football depending on what country you live in ps5 and xbox series x december 4th fitness boxing 2 rhythm and exercise for the switch december 4th it's it's not boxing boxing it's exercise boxing john wick hex uh xbox one and switch on december 4th it's john wicks there's a lot of john wick stuff coming out um it's an action-oriented strategy game um with john wick you play as keanu reeves so <laughs> if you want to play as keanu reeves go. go for it this is like more of a cell shaded type graphics here right. i also skipped over tinkertown it looks like yeah you can um, skip that. that doesn't look good that comes out pc december 3rd and suzerain is coming out for pc on the 4th as president rain you lead swordland into ruin or repair during your first term in his text-based role-playing game so it's another kind of decision-making thing but it's more based around you get these text options you have maps and stuff you're the president so you kind of play this whole uh this president role trying to save or, or kill countries i guess so uh interesting game there and that's gonna do it for the new lots of new games um yeah, coming up this well, week starting to come out yeah so that's gonna do it for this week's edition of game wild look forward to next week where we will be trying hopefully a energy drink for gamers oh yeah that doesn't have any sugar in it, so there you go yeah no i'm so, very excited for that so guys have a great week we hope you had a great holiday and uh, we'll catch you next week later everybody later